Dave Eustace has got a big hand right throughout the day and he joins us this morning. Good morning, Dave. Morning, Warren. How are you? Very well, thank you. And graphic vision of Cool and Gatta heading out onto the track when that booming lightning strike hit the valley last night. In particular, how did she come through that? Yeah, thankfully, Warren, she's come through it fine. Um, Jamie and, and uh, the pony rider did a great job just to keep her calm. And she's set up overnight. She had a, obviously a very quiet morning this morning just off the pony. And uh, thankfully, the two of them, her and, and Bella Napatina, our, uh, all systems go at this stage. Um, we'll be keeping a close eye on the weather, but obviously with the track coming up at six, uh, we've left everything in, and and um, you know we'll just see how many, how much rain does come. As they were heading out onto the track last night, which way were you leaning? Uh, we've been leaning towards Coolangatta, um, with the way conditions were. Um, you know, the ground wouldn't have been affected too much, and. Um, you know, we, we we felt that there was really no issue with the rail. It was just sort of tempo that was showing, you know, allowing horses to run on, which is which is great. That's what you want. But um, it might be start. It might start to sway the other way, as I say, depending on what the weather be like. You've elected to back up Gold Trip, put the blinkers on into the Cox Plate. How do you line him up now? It's race day morning. Look, he's had a great week. Um, he popped out of the barriers with. Blinkers on yesterday morning, uh, jumped well. Uh, been to the beach a couple of times, so really looking forward to it. to the race. It's going to be a really strong tempo. Uh, the more the rain rain we get, the better. So you know, we're obviously never quite sure. You're never quite sure how a horse will back up for the first time. But um, if he does, then um, you know we think he's got a really good chance. You've taken Kate Byron out of the first. Boldinho, who competed in some good races as a two-year-old, and he's been flying under the radar in some lower races, goes to the Red Anchor Stakes, race three. How do you think he'll measure up? Yeah, I think he... You know, we, we've elected to sort of keep him well-placed uh, up until, you know, this race, get, allow the horse to gain some confidence, which he has. And you know, I, I think he is a horse that deserves a shot at a race like this, um, particularly based on it, on his last prep. He might find one or two uh, a little bit slick. He's another. We'll keep an eye on the conditions on the ground as well. But, been um, some sc- give him an each way chance. Sorry, Dave. There's been some scratchings in race four, and number 17 running by will now gain a start, along with Greece, who was so impressive. And late scratching in the blue sapphire during the week. How, how do you assess... Yeah the relative chances of keeping Greece in at this stage with the track conditions? Well, look, if it, if it gets any worse than it, than it is, which it sounds like it could well do that, then obviously there's, there's going to be big doubts there um, with the Coolmore next Saturday uh, being a race that she can run in as well. Whether she gets a run, um, that's in the, in the lap of the gods. But we wouldn't want it to get too much worse than it is. Um, but if she takes her place, um, that's because we think the ground will be okay. And if she does, then we think she'll be very competitive. Running by, you know, she's uh, like a lot of these, hoping that she's good enough for, for stakes grade. And whether she is at this trip or, or over a little bit further, time will tell. Sir Bailey's been racing without much luck. Gets out to the 2,040 metres of the Vars race, seven on the card. Your thoughts on him and stepping up to that trip? Um, yeah, we're reasonably confident he'll stay um 
don't think there's a sort of guarantee that he will. Uh, obviously, on the downside, he is. Um, and his run in the, in the Guineas certainly suggested that he sort of lacked a little bit of momentum in the race. And if he got that, then he'd have been, you know, a bit more solid through the line. Um, and and the two thousand right up his alley. So he needs to step up, Warren. He needs to now. Now he's at this trip. Um, he's probably found a few of them a bit sharp um, early in the prep. Um, he needs to, yeah, show he's up to this grade. Race eight, you've got Grand Promenade and Persan, two part of the enviable armoury of stayers that you've got in the stable. Grand Promenade up there with uh, with the saddlecloth number one, but only 56 kilos, and Persan with 55. Your thoughts on the Mooney Valley Gold Cup? Well, there are two really excellent chances. Um, you know, they're, in our eyes, uh, the class horses in the field have proven themselves at this sort of level and have been racing themselves into form as well. Um, Persan was good the other day, and if you know, Frosty, you know, came in and said, but at my time again, I'd, be, I'd have been a bit more positive and, and been finished closer. So he'll be, yeah, doing that today. And Grand Promenade was definitely unlucky. You know, Mark came in and said, I would have won. So um, they had two horses that are going well. Um, I, I think it'll be difficult to split, the, split, it, split them, to be honest. How about Steinem going round in race 10, now the second last race on the card? Yeah, she's. She's had a, a nightmare, sort of nine months, really, with ground, uh, largely, um, and not really been able to get her conditions at all, and she might not get them again today. We're sort of forced, and unless it's desperate to, to run her, she just needs a run, Warren. Um, and then uh, I suspect she's going to need that need that run, and then we can target other races down the track, like essentially the Cranbourne Cup. Swats, that's going to start in the invitation over 1,400 metres at, at Randwick. Your thoughts on Swats, that at the 1,400? Uh, it's the right time to try it. Um, she's got some, some runs under her belt. I think there's been a temptation throughout her career to try 14, and she's never quite got there. So, um, you know, her, her run the other day suggested she would. And a lot of her, you know, runs um, previously and sort of suggested it she would as well. So it was an excellent run. Her sectionals were terrific. She's just a long way back. Um, so, um, yeah, gut feel is that she will just just get just about get the 1,400. You've got Korolev and a little deep heading to Sonata today. I'd have to say the jungle drums are beating for race three, number 10, a little deep. Your thoughts on your two runners there? Yeah, nice, Philly. Uh, she's trialled up well. She'll like the ground. Um, we've been quite patient with her and... Um, you know, we'd be expected to be very competitive. Um, Korolev was a terrific run the other day, and um, you know, it doesn't look a strong race, so he's a he's a worthy favourite. Um, if he handles the cut in the ground, then um, he should take another step forward and, and go close. Who do you think's your best today, Dave? Uh, the at Sonata is nice, um, a little deep. Uh, he should be hard to beat, and. We just lost your, your other best, Dave. Yeah. We got race three, yeah, number yeah. 10, a little deep. I'll just stick with her. <laughs> okay, thank you. Race three, number 10 at St. Arnold. Uh, a little bit off Broadway today, the best for the Mar and Eustace stable. Good luck yeah. right throughout the program today, right around the country, Dave. Okay, thanks very much, Warren.